If you're still looking for a perfect team, somebody to be partners in crime, in business, then this episode is for you. Today we're giving you advice how to find your crew or how to make sure that they find you. This is the topic that uh, I was kind of pushing for after, uh, after seeing a video from Gary Wee quite some time ago. Let's go into this topic and let's just explain what is the best way to collect people and find your team that you can work with. I think it's interesting because I tend, and, and I have to hear uh, to uh, almost apologize for it, I tend to talk a lot about independent worker Mm -hmm. and people working mostly alone because I think part of the solution is people managing themselves. Yes. But uh, it doesn't mean that we have anything against teamwork. Of course, yes. And indeed, it's a very good topic. Uh, It's very interesting. And I think as a team and where the crew uh, is interesting is that it comes from sailing, so on a boat, you have a crew boat, mm-hmm. or we are talking about film uh, movie crew or film crew. Mm-hmm. So those are still people that are kind of autonomous, where it's interesting in the idea of a crew is uh, peers. So one example, which uh, we both know, so it's easier for us to talk about, was Blue Lotus. Um, Absolutely. The learning center was a small team. And I think first thing for crew for me, when I have seen this working, is when it's a small unit. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking about less than 10%. And there is a sweet spot around 5 to 7%. Mm-hmm. Because under those numbers, there is no need really for eye uh, coordination. So you can have instant communication, you can avoid. Uh, most of the meetings and things. And so there is uh, a beauty in a small team. So for a crew, I'm really here talking about small teams, again, uh, below seven. One thing very important, as soon as you have a small team, every single person is very important. So it's uh, less hierarchical in a way Mm -hmm. that you need... Uh, your peers in order to execute something. So if we look at Blue Lotus, for example, we had all to be able to teach and teach almost anything, but we had also to do something else, each of us. Mm -hmm. So where it's uh, interesting is that on a crew, there is a cooperation and there is something where you can back uh, your peer, meaning that uh, someone cannot teach, you will teach on their behalf. So it creates solidarity and bonding around the team. But mm-hmm. also in a small team, you can express your personality and your individuality. So everyone can teach the way he wants and with his own style, which I think is very important. Mm-hmm. But there is a respect within the team on the way people are doing things and uh, you let the person express themselves because you know that they are good at what they are doing. Yes, you trust them completely in what they're doing. Yes, there is a trust and there is also like you kind of like their style in a way. So in their speciality, you don't discuss their, their expertise. 
what we have seen is that it can work well. In Thailand, it was also interesting because in Thailand, the perception, even inside a company, is more like a, a family. <laughs> yes. So it was, we were pretty much like a small family where there is also that kind of support and, and cooperation, which is uh, wh whatever is the situation you have to back up. And I think this is really important for me. The thing I liked, where I think it really makes a difference, it's a crew, but at the end, it's like a, a music band. And it's one. Mm -hmm. And it's I think... All in harmony. Yes. Yes. And, and, and I think... Uh, and and if, even sometimes mm -hmm. uh, there is no harmony, but... Uh, uh, it goes back to it, meaning that, uh, of course, it's not always uh, fantastic. But one thing very important as a music band, uh, everybody has his style, has his personality, uh, will bring something different, but it's one band. And Blue Lotus is actually not Christoph Berg, is not Ivor, is not uh, uh, Kang, is not uh, Juanita or Earth. Or... It's, yeah. It was Blue Lotus. Mm -hmm. And and I think it's nice. And and actually, I enjoy working because also you work for Blue Lotus. So personally, on personal project, maybe you would do things a bit differently. And I think that's also the difference where if you look at the music band, where someone can be part of a band and they have a style and they have a signature. Sometimes the signature is really important, like Gorillaz, where they, it's even a tone and things. But each of them, they can do also their own thing. Yes. And yes. I think it's great. Okay. And for me, the crew, that's where I would uh, differentiate from the corporate world, is where there is a space for each to keep expressing their personality and do their project but they are together in this. It's on a project and there is still life outside. And, and I think this is why for me, it's still uh, very uh, kind of creative. Again, creativity. So if we look at the creative team and if we kind of differentiate what we mean by a crew compared to the corporate world, as I just said, uh, for me, it's cooperation per project. Everybody is realized or has a very strong understanding that we are better in execution as a team. Mm -hmm. So our leverage is the team. So yes, you can do your project, you can be faster and things, but there are things that you cannot do without the crew. Yes. And so that's why there is really a sense of we do this and we cooperate because there is a strong incentive to cooperate because we know we have complementary skills, expertise, know-how. And it, it brings the kind of peer relationship, uh, the brotherhood where you say, okay, I back up also because there are really things that I'm interested to do myself, but I cannot alone. So now I have access to this. And so I actually think that's where having, having different kind of uh, skills in one team is beneficial in this way because then you can cooperate better and give your own expertise and learn from each other. Yes, and I think it's actually mandatory. Mm -hmm. So I think it works where you have different backgrounds, different personalities, different skills and interests. What you need to have in common and there is a need of a denominator or something that you is the vision. Mm -hmm. 
the care and you have the same level of quality standards. Yes, so you I are think aiming this is the for most, the same. The most important thing. Uh, and it quality. helps for the, com yes, the commitment because you have seen that at university, uh, group projects are hated by all the students because yes. there is always a lazy guy sleeping and <laughs> yes. the, the people that are kind of committed to it, they have to do by their own. Mm. Where normally in a crew, you never express this. So you know every person will do his best and that's why at the end you are better in execution. Yeah, the key essential elements is we cooperate per project. We know we will have a better execution as a team. We deal with scarce but uh, secured resources and key, uh, key persons. So uh, key uh, elements, we, we know that we can count on each other. Mm -hmm. And that works, uh, also makes a kind of a safe environment to work with because you know that uh, the show will, uh, will go on. And <laughs> I think that's, yeah. for me, uh, very important. But also what I like a lot is the motivational aspect. I mean, if uh, you know that other people will show up and they will uh, give you some ideas and anytime you meet them, you will have a great brainstorm session. I think from the motivational part, this is also something that can keep you excited, and awake, way, huh? and working. And it kicks your ass, huh? Because uh, <laughs> yes. it, it brings also There's your no commitment. Lazy days. <laughs> exactly, because you have to show up as well. The other yeah. show up, so you show up, you show up on time, and you're ready for the work. And, and I think that's uh, really helping. Now, the good news is, and what we can learn from Blue Lotus as well, uh, and the positive aspect, if we look at the condition of finding your crew, something very interesting in Blue Lotus, we didn't know each other before. We actually, yes. uh, only us, so you, Ivo, and me, mm -hmm. we, we knew each other, but that's the only thing. So something very important in finding a crew, you can meet people, and actually on a movie crew, it's the same, on a project. Yes. And again, the condition is that you need to share some interest and values. So there is a foundational things that uh, will bring you together. And then after that, it's by working well together and respecting each other, that cycle will actually create the bonding and create the crew. So the crew will emerge. And of course, it's not always the case, but it will emerge eventually, even with people that you don't know. So there mm -hmm. is no uh, things to say, oh, I cannot because I don't have my crew. Actually, uh, you need to play uh, your part of the role. And one thing very important is get things done in time. And again, as we said, it's, um, it's a commitment uh, yes. on each part. But um, you don't need to know the person from school, from high school, from university, from back then, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, we were all having completely different background, coming from completely different places, having done very, very different things. And actually that did help a lot yes. in creating something new and, and having a good time because everybody has a completely different perspective of life, work. And so this diversity... And it's fun because we sometimes on the podcast, we talk about biodiversity. Mm -hmm. I think the same for a crew. And, yes. and it's even more important that we a crew is a small number of person, as I said at the beginning. So 
this is even more essential. If you have all male, same age, same background, same mm -hmm. thing, you will end up with something very boring at the end. Yes. yes. And, and, and yes, you need to share vision, but the more diverse people are, the better, really the better. And okay. finally, we can look at what's on you, meaning what people can do when you don't have a crew, because that was also okay, one that, of the questions. That's a big question. Yes, yes. Exactly. How can you how can you actually find your crew and attract them uh, to come to you and work with you? So one thing uh, I used to work in uh, production and um, games, video games, or even uh, animation, movies, and things. One thing for any manager, if you want to find a good crew, is pay them in time mm -hmm. and respect them. And this will really help uh, people to come back and, and work uh, with you. I think that's essential. So again, I'm mentioning something which is scared but secured resources. So when you have people on board for a project, make sure that everybody will be fairly paid and that their situation is not complicated. So mm -hmm. people need a safe environment in order to work. And mm -hmm. that's very important. If people are not paid, then everybody knows from the beginning, there is no bad news, bad surprise and things like this. And this is something where, unfortunately, when people are passionate, some people, they start project without knowing how they would pay uh, yes. the team members. It's a very bad, 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 ID. Yeah, then others are um, taken advantage of often because of exactly. their passion. And, and so I'm completely against that. I think this is very important. But if you look at a person and an individual, I think first thing is share your work and your learning journey. Mm -hmm. It's very important. Uh, one aspect uh, that uh, we mentioned at different, uh, in different podcasts about the manifesto, I think it's very important. And make sure also that you tell your story so people can understand who you are and what, why you are doing this. And then you will realize that because you are clear on uh, what you are aiming to, the work you want to do, people, the right person will reach out. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, it's very important to uh, share your work, your learning journey, with the problem and the, the struggle, because this will help people to recognize, oh, we are into the same boat. We are actually uh, looking for the same kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Because I think uh, people tend to want to get into a crew with people that are very, uh, you know, it's like if you want to be part of a, a band which is already super known. Yes. Like the, the crew is already formed. They, they, they will not or hardly... <laughs> Yes. Uh, bring someone else. So I don't think it's the case. It's better to find people that are in the same situation. Mm -hmm. So if you start something new, that's you want people around the same kind of uh, uh, situation. And then, very important, before asking anything, help and support your peers. Mm -hmm. So let's say uh, you realize that there is something you knew or you just discovered and you know the people that you are in contact with, they are struggling with this. Share, support them, help them without yes. asking uh, for return because this is the way to notify them 
that you are here to help and support. And of course, there is a very natural uh, behavior, which will be for them to realize, oh, when I'm helping him, he's helping me and we can go there and we can grow something together. And mm -hmm. that's where you can start. And uh, something very important also, it's barter, which means exchange of service without exchanging money. Mm -hmm. Because okay. sometimes uh, you, you, don't, you just don't have the, the financial resources okay, at that time. Or you cannot secure, like because you don't have an investor, it's the very beginning of the project. So what you do is very simple. Let's say you are good in marketing and I'm uh, working on another aspect. We will exchange, meaning, oh, you said, look, on this, I can help you on that. I can take care of this. And in exchange, I need uh, you to help me on this, on that, because I cannot put. And sometimes it's just the peer review. Someone uh, having an external point of view from your project will help you. Mm -hmm. So you can start to cooperate just by uh, doing that. And there will be an exchange. And it's not always, uh, you know, like uh, free Apple for free peers or things like that because both are benefiting and then something very important you learn to work with that person yes. you learn to see how they work and and so that's where i think uh, it's important again as soon as you, there is something that you know how to do and quite well then it becomes easy to help people but then there are things that are really a struggle for you and for others it's very simple mm -hmm. so here there is a simple exchange and that exchange doesn't need always to be on a financial uh, aspect. Of course. And I think that's where you start. So the start point uh, to find your crew, again, is share your work, share your learning journey. So at least people know and tell your story. So they, you, at least someone can hear you. Mm -hmm. uh, help and support your peers. And in cases where you, there is really someone that you are interested, you can uh, offer or find ways to do exchange of services. Yeah. So and, you are good make... at marketing Instagram. The person is good at doing a logo or graphic design. You say, look, I need actually some graphic design. I need mm. guidance on this, but then I will help you into um, curating your uh, Instagram so that it becomes easier for you and you understand how to do it. And boom, that's a very simple exchange. Very easy. You on the short term, there will be results, and then you start to have a relation, and then that person will think, okay, the next time if I have a project or something, why I don't work again with this person? 